The iPhone XR is here at T-Mobile, and there's a whole lot to love, like taking those perfect New Year, New You portrait mode selfies you're going to share. Nice. It's the best way to stay connected to everyone you'll heart most in 2019. So get ready to fall in love with iPhone XR on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE to learn more or visit a store today.
our Facebook group posted a link for this uh this sitcom, a short sitcom on YouTube called the uh The Misadventures of uh Awkward Black Girl and I promise you it it was like the whole group lit up with commentary, with laughter. I mean people sat and they watched episodes one through eight and, and wasted a full day of work. Uh, talking about that and and actually uh, watching it, and after that, I mean, we we were just really compelled and and just thought, you know, how can we how can we find out more about her? And the thing that that we really like is that uh, as that this uh, the Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl series is doing a lot of things that that we set out to do when we started this radio program, and that's to look at the industry and um, you know that that oftentimes is skewed towards showing negative images of us. And uh, and the one the the shows that get through are those that that don't re- don't really accurately represent what we felt were um, were representative of the people that we knew. And she's done the same thing, and you know probably tenfold. Uh, we were excited to see her on CNN, um, but but we have here today Miss Issa Rae of of uh, the Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl. Are you are you on the line? Oh, oh, wait a minute. There I go again. Um, I'm an amazing introduction. Jeez. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for that introduction. It was crazy. Yes, wow. how are you? I, I swear you, you sound exactly you, – you, your character <laughs> reminds me of uh, – of a friend of mine, LaDonna Armour, and you sound like her, too. It's amazing. I almost feel like I'm talking to her. How how are you? Where, where are you calling from, actually, tonight? I'm calling from L.A. I just moved into a new spot, so I'm sitting here in the living room calling you. So, hey. <laughs> what's up? What's, what's up? I, I almost want to ask you to, to bust a freestyle for us, but we'll, we'll wait for that for later. So I hope you're yeah, we ready. Won't. Yeah, we're going to queue up I'm, the track later, Issa, so we're going to definitely... Oh, God, uh, <laughs> come on, guys. You guys are going to put me no, on blast like that? No, we won't do that. We won't do that. <laughs> so, but you know, before we get to the serious question, I guess I should just kind of set the mood for the you know those who are used to watching you on the on YouTube and online. Since we can't really see you right now, paint the picture for us. Are you, you like, chill in your booty shorts when you're just sitting at home right now? You're <laughs> trying to get the visual. Absolutely, because, you know, my rhymes are all about that realness. So absolutely, just coming to all day, dropping it. Uh, well, well, you know what? What we want to do, see, uh, see, since we we learned about you, I, I mean, when, I'm I'm not exaggerating when I say that people, you know, really started mm-hmm. dropping links about what's going on with you and in your background and these different things. So, so a lot of our listeners know about you, but but what I didn't really find out is I is I saw that you went to Stanford, but you know, where are you from? You know where. You know what really kind of inspired you to get involved with film, and and just kind of take us through that a little bit. Okay, well, I'm originally from LA. I was born in LA, but I was raised in um, Senegal, West Africa, Maryland, and then LA again. So I've just been kind of all around East Coast, West Coast, whatever. But I've always just, you know, throughout my childhood, been a, a television junkie. My mom used to have to, like, fight to get me away from the TV screen. You know, it was kind of sickening how much I was in front of the TV. And even, like, watching certain shows. You know, we I don't know if you guys are the same generation. If we're all the same generation, but, you know, TGIF and SNCC, mm-hmm. like, growing up watching that, right? Right, um, I used right. to, like, Absolutely. create different scenarios in my head and used to want to write for them. And I remember in the sixth grade, do you guys remember when Cosby, okay, there was Cosby show, and then Cosby had another show on A different world? Yes. Or no. The Cosby, it was, Cosby. Oh, no. Yeah, like, show, yeah. yeah, it was just like Cosby yeah. on CBS, and it was short-lived, right. but I was right. watching it, and I decided to, like, write a, a screenplay for it and send it to NBC. And it was, this was in the sixth grade, you know, completely naive, but I just always loved <laughs> to write, and um, or teleplay, rather. So I guess throughout, like I've been writing since then, and just whether whether plays or or television or film, the the movie that inspired me to actually pursue film was Love and Basketball, just because it was written by a black woman and who lived in or who set the, the the film in my neighborhood, and it wasn't about like black ghetto struggles and anybody dying or you know somebody being fat, obese you know, and ugly. It was just a regular story, and I loved it. And right. it inspired me that, I, you know, that I could do the same thing. 
and that that's incredible. So so you you talked about um you talked about Cosby at that time and, and actually you know what I think that was actually the third Cosby show. I think that he had he won he had one before that. But so that's kind of after mm-hmm. the uh so Family Matters and that was on when you were watching television. In terms of like black in terms of uh black representations on television, what what were you seeing at that time? You talked about love and basketball and Cosby, but was there anything else that you really gravitated towards? Absolutely. Like during the '90s, we just had so much. Um, like television was rich with so many diverse black characters, like with The Living Single and The Martin and Fresh Prince. You know, I would watch a Fresh Prince rerun any day of the week just because it, was, it just resonates with me. It was, it was so good. And there's New York Undercover was another favorite. You know, you had a, a black cop and a Latino cop working together, and right. with an amazing soundtrack. So just yeah, all of that disappeared. Like. In the millennium, like all the black people disappeared off of the face of the of television. Got you. So then, so then you went to Stanford, and you uh, and so did you major in film then? Because I know you're in New York for a while, right? And doing some film stuff in New York. Or was... Uh, I was, yeah. Stanford, the, the, their film program was just getting started at that at that time, so I didn't major in film. Um, so I met I met Tracy at Stanford. Tracy Oliver, who plays Nina on the show and produces uh-huh. it. And we decided to write a feature film together um, our sophomore year and take time off of Stanford to go to film school at New York Film Academy. The Stanford program wasn't that, that strong yet, so that's where the idea came to me. She sort of encouraged me to drop out, well, not drop out, but stop out, take time out and go to film school. Gotcha. So let me ask you, so going up, I mean, moving forward now to, uh, the Awkward Black Girl series. Uh, and I'm looking at the cast. You know, this thing has really resonated with our group. You know, and Brian kind of said before, we have almost 200 people in our Facebook group who kind of all different backgrounds, different, uh, you know, stories, nationalities. And the diversity alone of your cast and how uh, you, you got a little bit of everything in there and you're touching on so many different personality types and different people, uh, was that something that was, planned out for you? Was that something you figured that you had to do and, and, and show that diversity that it just kind of, were these people just friends of yours? How did that come about um, when you put together the group to make this series like that? Um, a lot of people, excuse me, a lot of people were friends of mine um, in the cast, but even if they weren't, like, that's that's just the cast that I envision, like, just a, a diverse mm-hmm. cast, um, a multicultural cast, and even when Tracy came on, she she wanted to make sure that that was the case as well because you just don't see that, and that's that's my existence. existence. Right. Like I have a lot of um, multiracial friends. I have, you know, a diverse group of friends, so it just would make sense not to have it that way. Great. I want to give out the number before we go on, 646-652-2647. 646-652-2647. You can call in, ask Issa a question, tell her how great – she is whatever you want to do. I'm going to the show as well uh, as we go forward. Uh, I want to go to another question, Issa. Um, how you know Brian and I have been building this show, like we said, for a year now, and we're going to get some of the marketing and, and how you're using social media to really grow your brand as well. But talk to us about um, what kind of help or feedback or response you've gotten from, say, you know, Stanford itself or people who kind of help make you and create you. Uh, when you go back and say, hey, here's what I'm doing. Are you getting that support from people? Are you out there kind of like, okay, you know, are people kind of telling you calls when you make it big? Or, you know, what kind of responses are you getting and support are you getting uh, in your journey? Well, the support has just been amazing. Like, even with you guys saying that you posted on your page and there was a discussion about it and people are actually, like, rooting for this. So that's just, you know, it's amazing. I've never seen so many people, you know, rooting for, for me to succeed ever. Um, and then it's funny that you should mention Stanford because we just – that was the first stop on our college tour last week, and we, Tracy and I, came back there to do like a Q and A panel and screen some of the episodes. And you know, they had a red carpet laid out. They had like people lining up to take pictures with us, which was just ridiculous. Like I didn't, I never would have imagined that at all. But people were asking questions and just supporting the series and asking what they could do to help and just trying to be involved in any way that they could. So. Yeah, I, the the response I couldn't ask for a, a better viewership, a better group of supporters, and people who watch the show. Well, you know what? You know what's really awesome to me as well is that um, you know 
you you get all the support yet you're so down to earth <laughs> still you know it's, it's uh that's great and uh and I know you have uh University of Michigan on on the tour coming up soon and uh and I'm actually in Ann Arbor so I'll have to make sure that that I put in an email or something to the student body because if you got a red carpet out there you know I I hope you could at least get a mat you know get you a welcome mat or something. <laughs>
just because she gets the all the horrible lines, just the mean, mean lines, and I wish I could play a mean girl. Um, uh-huh. And then Patty, I don't know, it's just, it, 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 it uh, varies every week. Gotcha. Cool. So, so then, um, <clears throat> So the next question, and LaDonna kind of alluded to it because, uh, because you know, a lot of people enjoy your show uh, as it is. And, and, you know, as soon as something, you know, the man gets a hold of it, <laughs> it can it can change. So, you know, what are your thoughts about that? Because I've heard about, you know, you having, having a longer series coming up. I'm not sure how much of it is rumor or not. But, you know, what happens next and, you know, how much creative control do you want to maintain over uh, this uh, this brand that you've established? That's a great question, and honestly, I, I want to maintain as much creative control as possible, and it's, that's, that's just really important to me because I am scared about what the man <laughs> will do to it, just because of the history of what's on television right now and the shows that networks tend to choose for black people, and they operate. They tend to operate under the assumption that we all like the same things, we all find the same things funny, and I'm just, I don't I don't want that. So the longer we can keep it on the web and build an audience and at the same time monetize the series, um, that's the most appealing deal for me. I'm not in a rush to be on TV just because I feel like the web is a place where we don't have to deal with that. We we have the creative control and we don't have to deal with anyone, you know, altering the vision. So I would, I would much rather stay online. Absolutely. We got a couple of questions coming from the Facebook group. Um, one question is how much of Jay is really you? Like, is is it all you, or like, do you kind of is it a character? Like, how much of it is how awkward are you really, Issa? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm pretty awkward. I have my moments. I have a lot of moments actually, but you know, I don't I don't. I would say that Jay is more of an extension of me. She's just way more insecure, and uh, she's just. She thinks too much about her interactions with people than I do. I used to be that way, like maybe in middle school, and I grew out of it. And a lot of the the interactions that I put in there and a lot of the just the situations in general, I base off of my own middle school experience and I put it in, in an adult work environment. So I would like to think I'm not as bad as she is <laughs> anymore. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. And another question on the music tip, uh, one of our listeners uh, saying the Five Guys, they have like five or six mixtapes. They want to know when the double twin, the double mint twins are going to make a mixtape. <laughs> oh man, we're actually doing a, an awkward black girl soundtrack, and the <laughs> double mint twins will be featured prominently throughout. So it's coming, it's coming. All right. Did you want to grace us with any spoken word right now? I don't have uh, any nah. You don't want that. Okay. <laughs> Set the mood, you know. <laughs> well, listen, we've got about yeah, we've got a, a few more minutes left. I wanna, I wanna, um, the Brian and I kind of discuss. You know, we we want to help you grow your show as well. We want to help uh, champion your brand and and really see this thing take off. And we had a great idea that um, we wanted to run by you as a way to help you know grow and what you're doing and really accelerate your success. So we were thinking that perhaps you could write us into the next episode. Like, you know, Jay comes to the radio show or something. I mean, really think it would be good for you. Is, it the, is that a good idea? You think we could? <laughs> that idea is amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, but unfortunately, you guys are in, in Michigan, right? I'm in Maryland. So if you come on Thanksgiving, we can work it out. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. You know what? Let's, let's talk after this. Um, we all have to I accept that idea. Uh, well, make sure, 
Make sure you and your money team get tight. Make sure you go and start throwing out things on Twitter, B. We make it happen. We'll, we'll, we'll be okay. DJ Flex, DJ Envy, interview you and just yes. you know, squash all that. Right. Yes. <laughs> and then here's the Great. last question because we again we want to we want to um, we want to help you uh, in building this. How can our listeners help? I know you had a Kickstart campaign. You had you know some fundraising uh, things that you were doing. What's the best way that we could we can support you? Oh um, well, we just finished um, putting up our donation page on on our website. So if you want to donate a dollar, whatever you have, that's really helpful. Or you can buy a T-shirt. That that helps us in any way. So thanks for asking that. Excellent. All right. Any closing words? Anything you want to say to our people? Yeah, I just want to thank you guys so much. This is hilarious. You guys are hilarious. So thank you for having me on. Hey, th- thanks for coming in, and uh, and when you're in Ann Arbor, definitely look me up. You know, we can we could uh, do lunch or something if you have time. Cause we, we for really sure, have... I hope you'll come to the, the talk. Or... Oh yeah, yeah, definitely will. You know, yeah, if I can right, get off work. Cool. Yeah, I will definitely be there. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Wish thank you all the best. Have a good right, night. Thank you. You too. Right, that was great. That was really fun. That was that was good. That so, man, I'll t- tell you what, I, I, you know, that was like a dream come true in a lot of ways because, uh, you know, we we like to look at and really understand what people in our group are interested in. And man, if if it hadn't been for that group, I don't know how long it would have been before uh, we actually we actually saw the awkward black girl series. So that that was awesome, man. Yeah, Definitely. Really. Yeah, for, I mean, we only saw it because it was posted in the Facebook group. So it was like, had we not done the group, you know, we probably still would not have heard of it. So it's just amazing how things work. And uh, definitely, um, I'm, uh, excuse me, I'm excited. So, But uh, we, we the, the show doesn't stop right there. The show doesn't stop right there. We have another young lady who has been actually on hold the whole time listening to the show. So uh, definitely excited about bringing this next young lady onto the line who's also uh, working in the film industry. We're going to, you know, find out, let her get her done in Bradstreet as well. But, Brian, why don't you go ahead and tell us who's next coming on the line. Okay, well, well, our next guest is is a, a good friend of mine, near and dear to my heart. Uh, just in terms of her background, uh, she's an NYU graduate in theater, film, uh, and drama. So, you know, she actually uh, is an actress for a living and, and went to school for that. Uh, it's not... And wasn't a video girl, you know, or that wanted to take some acting classes, and uh, and she's, you know, she actually's worked on the East Coast. She worked in uh, in New York in the Atlantic Theater Company uh, with uh, Dave Mamey and William H Macy. I don't know if people have seen Fargo or uh, or Jurassic Park Three. Uh, she was at, she was a choreographer for Diana Ross in The Supreme. So I mean, she does several things. She's been on TV spots such as Private Practice, The Event, um, and done done some uh, some sketch comedy and some off Broadway stuff. So uh, and what I like to tell people is that she was my crush from like age eight until twelve, at least at Camp Dakota. Please welcome to the line, Miss Yvette Saunders. How are you, ma'am? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> well, you brought wow. a bombshell on me, Brian. I had no idea. <laughs> look, look, I, I, we 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 talked last night just to prep for the show, and I told her I'd have yeah. to bring out a couple things to um to surprise her. So that that was the first one. How are you today, out, out in L.A.? This is our second L.A. call. So yeah, from L.A. West Side, as they say. <laughs> um, it's kind of it's it's kind of hard to say, you know that what. I think in Ann Arbor you'd say A squared, right? Like, say something like that. No, we're we're the we're we're the A deuce now. We we've upgraded oh, okay. from A squared. A deuce, A deuce, yeah. A squared is way too academic, so now we're A deuce. Okay, all right, A deuce. Um, but yes, I'm so glad to be a part of your show. I'm very happy for you, Brian, and nice to meet you, Ryan. Absolutely, I'm sorry my about um, it was fun listening so far, and I think it's uh, it's a it's a fantastic thing to to have other artists. Um, they're just doing their thing, you know, and showing how diverse uh, you know our experience is as African American artists. Um, you know, all races really, but um, you know, it's it's I hadn't heard of that show, but I'm so down to watch it now. It sounds really really cool. 
Yeah, we we enjoy it, and I and I think you definitely will. And uh, and one reason that I wanted to um, that I thought to to even you know contact Yvette on this is that you know this is actually Hollywood Week for the Ryan and Brian show, and wow. what we what we wanted to do was to examine Hollywood um, from a, from some different uh, angles. And I know with you being a trained thespian, that thank you, um, that I, you are, <laughs> thank you, you are the one. Yeah, <laughs> someone who I who I wanted to talk to about you know just the, just the state of uh, of Hollywood uh, right now because you know Issa brought up uh, a good point or, or her story really um, highlights the fact that a lot of us are doing new things to enter the industry but at the same time uh, you know things are changing in the industry I'll say often that you know when we grew up it was hard to see black folks on television and now you see us but you know. Some people don't like the roles that we're playing, or they think that we don't mm-hmm. get enough enough uh, enough um, lead roles and that type of thing. So I wanted to kind of get your perspective because one thing I, I neglected to uh, to mention is that you were uh, in the in the play um, for Color Girls that was oh, made into yeah. a, uh, a Tyler Perry movie long before <laughs> uh, it, it was a Tyler Perry movie. So yes. can you talk about the, the state of Hollywood, you know, maybe how how you feel Tyler fits into that and just, you know, are you seeing things change since you've been in the game for a while? Absolutely. Um, there's a lot of change going on. I mean, and as uh, Issa was pointing out with um, just the Internet and all of the, the web series and um and, and ways to to have creative control that is definitely a step in the right direction. Um, but uh, I I mean I started out you know like you said I, I wasn't a video girl necessarily to start, um, but I, I I was around all of that um, as well. And you know everyone trying to jump into the game. I I had a strong desire um, early on you know through dance and and singing back in Ann Arbor. Um, and I would just go off by myself um, to these, like, geeky, you know, small art house theaters there um, and, and watch, you know, French films or, you know, with subtitles. And I don't think anyone knew that. I don't think you knew that, Brian. No, <laughs> I had I was, no I was, like, by myself, you know, just loving and absorbing all of just the culture and, and, and um, styles of, of different parts of the world. Um and so that's what, you know, initially led me to really having a heart for um, for theater and film and just other cultures and how to, to bring that experience to, to all of us, you know, in the community. Um, so when I, when I went to New York, I, you know, I got accepted into NYU, and that was a huge deal for me, one of the first in my family to go to college. So, you know, that, um, that was a big accomplishment in itself. Um, and there, I mean, they, they, they train you in every aspect, whether it's voice, um, you know, movement, uh, you know, Shakespeare, you do it all there. Um, and I had like the best time in my life. So, you know, in that note, you know, in New York, you could do plays, you can, you know, try out for, for film and indies. And you, you pretty much, um, if you're a good actor and you have the chops to do, you know, a, a good character, um, they were able to, to to look at you and say, hey, you know what, you don't necessarily look the type, but we can make you look like this particular character, you know. But I find in Hollywood, you really have to spoon feed uh, a, a lot of the industry people into, you know, convincing them that you are the type, you know. Um, you, you, you can do the part, um, and I can just put my weave on or, you know, like just change up some clothes real quick and, 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 and act, um, as, as opposed to it being like a reality show where I, I guess these days are, you know, it's it's called acting now, I guess. Um, but uh, I have different thoughts about that. Um, but, you know, as far as it, you know, the characters that are out, um, I – have been doing uh, for Colored Girls um, before the Tyler Perry movie, and it's it's a play that is dear to my heart um, because, unfortunately, I, I found that in the in the movie, which I am really grateful actually that Tyler was able to even bring attention, you know, nationwide um, to to people that probably wouldn't even hear of it. Um, but the the original playwright in Shange, she she was ahead of her time. She was an Obi. 
uh, award winner and in the 70s on Broadway for like an all-black female cast when it was just unheard of. So um, really the play is about unity. It's about um, anyone that has struggle um, and getting to the other side of the rainbow pretty much and surviving and and coming out um, victorious with the support of your friends, whether they're men or women. Um, What I found a little different uh, in that in translating to the film um, he had to, he actually had to, to add men in the film for it to make sense. But, um, but it really, in, in the original play, there are no men whatsoever. Um, and in certain roles, the, the women act um, some of the parts as men. Um, and it's, it's a play that, you know, talks about not only pain and abuse, uh, abortion, all sorts of uh, struggles that, you know, women go through. But it's it's funny and it's heartwarming and it's um it's courageous and uplifting. So um I really encourage people if there's you know, um you know, someone doing a play in their town, um, to to, to run out and, and watch it because it's 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 quite different from the movie. Um, let me ask, um when you were coming up and going through uh, school and getting the training that you were trying to achieve and Brian and I are always, uh, you know, proponents of people chasing their dreams and going after uh, their purpose. Uh, talk to us about if you ever face that, um, the, the the mantra, go get a real job, or you need to have a backup plan, or, you know, where your people always find you and say, you know what, girl, you're going to be the one, you're going to get it. Uh, and then after that, kind of let us know, was there any kind of role that you just won't play? That I won't play? Right. Um, well, you know, I really, I really take um, each role like, like it. For me, I feel at heart, I'm, I'm really a teacher. You know, um, I'm interested in culture, and I'm interested in, you know, you know, enlightening people in some way about an experience that, you know, a particular person has that they, they would never even imagine or understand, uh, or that they go through on a day-to-day basis. You know. Um, and that's, in my in my opinion, is the true reality, you know, um, of being able to to, to put these characters on um, on screen or on stage, um, and living through that experience, and hopefully, you know, planting a seed in someone's heart or mind, you know, about someone or a condition that they had that they would have never even thought of. Um, so that's really where I come from when I approach any any project. I want to also uplift, um, obviously, the, you know, the image of uh, African Americans in the industry. So um, I know in the past, you know, it was such a struggle to to get positive, you know, role models and people out there to represent the vast, uh, you know, uh, kinds of experiences that, you know, we have um, as, as black folk. Um, but um, and it's it's not just struggle and hard times like I remember uh, Issa pointed out. There are different um, just like our skin colors. It's, it's just vast um, of what we can bring to the table. And um, I think finally now you know people are, are starting to do that and um, people are actually listening now. There's more opportunity for that. So what about what about roles? Um, so is there any particular role that you wouldn't play? Are you saying that you would you, you'd have um, to find? Well, you know, I I it's it's I think I try I I not necessarily I, I like to try things that are not necessarily comfortable for me. I don't want to do something that I know I can just do, you know, and just rest in. I want to do something that's a little challenging. That's um, completely different from my my own personal experience if, if possible um so so in in that case i i don't know i mean each character is so different so i can't really judge them you know i don't know if we did this but, what, um what were some of the things that you uh, that you've been in I, I don't know if um i know brian kind of talked about some of the people that you uh acted with uh what are some of the roles that you play people may say oh yeah well, i've seen her yeah, I'm, I, I've been lucky enough to to be on all different sides of the industry because that's just me. I get bored. I love just putting my hands in all sides. Um, I was a choreographer for years, and that's what kind of brought me out to L.A. And and speaking of people that kind of pushed the envelope is Diana Ross, and she was actually um, she was the reason I came to L.A. to 
to choreograph for her uh, Love Supreme tour, which, uh, you know, I got to do the Oprah thing and, you know, have this amazing experience. Um, and she was the reason, actually, I, I got into the entertainment field because, like, when I was, like, I'd say three, four years old, I saw The Wiz with my mom. <laughs> and I was looking at the screen, and I was like, I want to do that stuff. <laughs> and so right. to actually meet her um, was just, an out-of-body experience for me. Um, so I've, I've done that. I've worked with her, um, you know, on on television. I, I like a lot. I've, I've worked with Kay Diggs, um, you know, um, a lot of really talented um, actors that I did a web series as, as well. Um, it, it's also kind of like an office style called uh, Being Eddie Black. was a really, really talented actor, Casey Washington. He's, he's amazing. Um, um who else? I mean, it's it, depending on the show. It, it, oh, and how how can I forget? Um, you know, on the the event, the president of the, the United States. I mean, he's, he's <laughs> wait, was that the one with Blair and Underwood really, on and, it? And really soft hands. He has the softest hands I've whoa, ever whoa, felt. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> I mean, whoa. Whoa, whoa. I, when I when I shook his hand, when I shook his hand, it was like so soft. And this, and I was like, I felt this like rough. That's Blair Underwood you're talking about? That would be Blair Underwood, yes. You know, I think I think that's because of the ultra perm. When he was putting the ultra perm in his hair, it's something that's I'm short. I'm short of it. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, activator got motion by the back of his hands. Got him all soft and feeling good and stuff. Right. You, were, you know you know that song you heard in the background? That was the, the Soul Glow theme song. That's what that was. <laughs> <laughs> like the continuous right. spraying, like for like hours. Jerry, yeah. Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> I gotta admit, I got excited when you said Casey Washington. I thought you said Kerry Washington. I thought you asked for a number. Oh, but, actually, uh, no, I did. I did work on a pilot um, with her, which I believe is going to be coming out. Um, uh, yes, I worked on a pilot with Kerry Washington. I and then you, you said, uh, "What's what's my girl Zoe Saldana too?" Right. Saldana, Zoe Saldana. I didn't work with her, but I remember back in the day in New York, uh, her and I would go up for, you know, we would see each other at auditions and stuff. So it's like I'm so excited that she's doing her Angelina Jolie thing. You know what I mean? I'm like, yes, finally. You know, kind of like having a lead black female, but that also represents, you know, Latinas, um, you know, and showing the diversity of that. Like, you don't just have to look like Penelope Cruz or, you know, um, to to be Latina or, or Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> you know, she is as well, and she she's a, a brown-skinned lady. And I can understand that exactly. A lot of people don't know about me is that I actually auditioned and made it to, like, the last round for the first season of The Apprentice. And um, no Omarosa way. was leaving, yeah, she was leaving her audition, Omarosa was leaving her audition when I was walking into mine. So when I saw that she made the show, I was genuinely excited that she made the show. Like we were, you know, we were grinding together. We were in those auditions together. And then the first episode came and I said, who is this girl? And I got upset about it after that. But, I mean, I understand you being excited about, you know, being in that ground with people. And uh, definitely yeah. so. You and I are kind of kindred souls in that in that sense. So. <laughs> oh, it's, it's exciting. It's I mean, if you if you like them, you know, and you know them, it's like you, it's like it's really great. I mean, one of my uh, my peers at school at NYU is Brian Greenberg. He's on How to Make It in America. He's you know he's been on Prime with uh, Uma Thurman as her love interest, and you know he's really he's gone to <clears throat> really good le- you know height height in his career. Um, Michaela Collin that's on Bones, she's half Asian girl on there, um, who is super sweet and, you know, it's just it's those things. It's like we all have the same training, we have the chops and it's just good to know that, you know, the people that you like and that work hard at what they do, you know, get that break that they need, you know? It's just Yeah, definitely. Now now one of the things that I love about you is just kinda your your outlook and and the goals that you set for yourself. And I I remember once upon a time we were talking about opening up a spa and you coming back and doing that and some different things. But uh but what um so what's next for you? I mean I'm sorry, but black folks need healing. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Right, right. They need they need need healing massage and aromatherapy. Definitely. (laughs) 
we don't need we don't need any more clothing lines, okay? We don't need <laughs> any more like perfumes or clothes. We Got need you, to bro. relax. <laughs> <laughs> well, what kind of uh, a lot of actors they kind of go you know they have uh, bigger plans they want to you know toy with being behind the camera is that something that you kind of see your career path taken uh, have you already you know played with that idea I know you kind of said you did a few things but is that something you see yourself doing I know Regina King now is kind of getting into the director's chair and she's making a a, a lot of noise in a positive way with that uh, is that what you see yourself doing or, or is that oh what absolutely yeah I mean I I just I love being creative I love the process. I love the intimacy of the process that it takes to work with actors or, you know, be an actor yourself and to, to try to be, you know, develop this character. Um, it's, I, I'd love to put my hands in, in as many aspects as possible. I mean, I have tons of friends that are in, in the, um, uh, they're makeup artists or they're um, um, stylists, you know, to the stars. And, and, and it, once upon a time, I'm like, okay, I, can I work on a job with you guys in between my job? <laughs> you know? So I've done right. that. I've, you know, it's like you you have to really know why you want to do this because it's not, it's, not it's not an easy goal. And you, and, and you can truly get discouraged because so many times the, the door is slammed in your face and it's like you're not right, you're not right. You know, people telling you wh- why you're not right. Um, but you have to know in your own heart why you're doing what you're doing. You have to look in the mirror and say, okay, why am I here? You know, what do I want to contribute? And and it's okay if if you're not an artist. I mean, it, I know it's very popular these days because everyone wants to be famous, you know, and everyone wants to be put their face out there. And that's fine because everyone's fabulous, you know, but it's just, you know, if if you are a manager of a restaurant, you know, and you and you're the best at what you do, it's like there's nothing wrong with that. Or if you're a doctor, you're a nurse, you you help people. You have to know why you get up in the morning. And for me, I'm just a creative personality, a creative spirit. So whether it's dance or directing or acting, um, singing, even I just I just want to like grab it all and just drink it up, pretty much. So I but but right now my goals uh, I I just went through my regular regular on a series um, particularly drama because it seems like I'm the go-to girl for like trauma or like crying hysterically. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the what's the lady's name that was in uh, Set It Off that does all the crying and was in John Q? You know? <laughs> oh, Kimberly oh, Yeah, Okay, yes, yes. I can relate. That's my fellow sister, you know, in tears. My fellow sister in tears. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's no, but it it's like it's it's a real it, it's something that um you know in my own experience of having tragedies, ups and downs in my own life and loss and and pain, you know, and I still haven't really given up in my dreams. Um, it's it only adds to to your experience, only aids you in and 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 creating a character. I mean, I, I was lucky enough to get this really amazing short um, film in which I'm speaking for, like, 20 pages. Um, so it's like it's like 20 minutes of me just talking straight to the camera. And, and I'm a person that has, like, um, uh, a disorder. I have, like, multiple personality disorder. So it's like I had to – it was really interesting to, to – say, okay, how do I start this? <laughs> you know, like, who is this girl and what's her background? And you, you have to fill in the blanks. You have, it's, it's a, it's a fun, like, it's a craft, but, um, but it's fun it, too. You know, you can be silly and do comedy and make fun of people and, you know, it's, 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 right. it's a wide range of experiences that you can, can have. So Perfect. I highly recommend it. And well, well, you know, we thank you so much for being uh, on the show today. You know, if there's any way that we oh, can, I'm so grateful. You, you know that we definitely will. And and for the record, if you called me to go to the independent film thing, you know, back in '90 whatever, I would have gone. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't even act like I would. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, thank you so much. You and your brother, you and your brother. Oh my God, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, we camp, all, camp, Oh my God, it was Ava. Oh. 
Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah, that would have been off the chain. It would have been off the chain. So, anyway, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Best of oh, luck yeah. with you. And, so and, uh, much. I wish you much success, and I'm, I'm very grateful to, to be here and uh, speak with you guys so, so much. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank Just some last minute advice. You put that on your resume as well that you were on the Ryan and Brian show. <laughs> I will. I will. Absolutely. All right. Great. All right. Thank you so much. Bye. All right. Man, I mean, you know, I I just don't think people um, take serious enough the weight of our star power and how (laughs) how big our endorsements are for them. They think they're doing us a favor. They're growing their careers, you know, and that's what gets missed in all of this. So I just don't want anyone to take that for granted. So I just, you know, want to make sure that they know. I noticed, man, but I, I'll tell you what the um, the really the the big thing that that I've I've gotten out of kind of you know, talking to people who are in the business is that you know it isn't it, it isn't all glitz and glamour, and I think a lot of right. people right. jump into it, and you know they 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 put a whole lot of money in, they put a lot of you know time you know off and on, but but what what I'm finding with the people that we've talked to is that, you know, they, they find it and, and they, they, you know, look past the naysayers and they really focus on that area and, uh, and, and live out the dream. And I think one good thing that she said was that, you know, just understanding what you want to give to the world. If you, if you're not famous, if you don't become, you know, if you don't become the next Halle Berry, what is it in that that you want the world to, uh, to gain from you being a part of it? Because that's what keeps you going. So, so that that was great. It's always always good to talk to her. She's she's definitely a great person. Hey, those, those old crushes die hard with you, honey. <laughs> right, I was, I, I, was, I, was, I was about to tell her the story about the crick back when we was in the crick. I used to watch when you. <laughs> That's funny, but um, but yeah. So so anyway. Well, we gonna switch gears a little bit. Six four six. Six five two two six four seven. We got about ten minutes left. You want to call and talk to Ryan and Brian? Call in, talk to us. Let us know what you uh, you know what's on your mind. Ask us any questions. Say what you want to say. Six four six six five two two six four seven. I'm gonna need some mouth to mouth in a second over here. Um, hey, don't don't look this out. way. But not not you didn't have to say that. I mean, really. <laughs> but uh, you know, one thing kind of segue into something. Um, uh, Yvette had said it, and then you kind of wrote it back up about the pursuit of fame and how you know so many people get caught up with that pursuit as opposed to the pursuit of quality uh, of whatever the product is that they're putting out. And I think that you know we see that so much uh, in this society today, especially with the entertainment and the um, the, the reality TV stuff. Is that people just want to be famous? They don't they don't really care why. They just want people to know their name. They want to have some some feeling of significance. You know, it kind of a Switch the subject to music now. I'm going to give a little plug here because you know, there's two new young rappers that have come out this year, uh, Big Sean and, and uh, what's his name, J. Cole. Mm-hmm. Both of them have been these big big promos. You know, Big Sean is with Kanye, J. Cole is with Jay-Z. They both put the albums out, and, and Jay, uh, Big Sean's album is called Finally Famous. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to his album, it's got nice tracks on it, but it's really just it's more of a party album, fun. He's talking about a lot of smoking weed, young stuff that really doesn't appeal to me. Then you have somebody like a J. Cole, who equally young, who comes out with his album, and he's talking about real issues. People talk about, you know, that hip-hop is dead. There's no really substance anymore with this guy. I'm going to go ahead and stand behind his album and endorse what he's talking about because he's doing it different. You know, he's still, you know, street cred. You know, he's not corny with it. But this guy is talking about real issues in life and dealing with, you know, uh, teens and your pregnancy, uh, no abortion, running without a dad, you know, just that grind. And, you know, his album is called uh, The Sideline Story. So you look at him as far as, you know, his life living on the sidelines, watching everybody else play the game. And it just, it's funny that they brought up the whole fame thing because even in those two titles of the albums and the, and the theme of the albums, you just see a big difference in those. And I just, uh, you know, hope that more people will start to really go for that quality, that, that, that content, more so than whether or not anyone ever knows their name, because uh, right. I think that that's what people really are, are drawn to, the quality that you put out. Yeah, and you know, the the the, real, the thing that I look at, because, you know, you and I both, you know, dabble in some publishing, and, and, and I've helped, uh, you know, work with some music groups and stuff, and, and I remember when we were coming up, uh, that there was a lot more substance in music, and I also understand the cyclical nature of a lot of things just in life in general. And I hope 
you know, and, and I really I have a feeling because you start to you start to kind of you know read the tea leaves or listen to what people are saying, and that there really is a hunger for something with more substance, and 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 that's another reason why you know I always push so hard on on um, on Christian rap, you know, I, because there's all these guys that are coming out, and it's like, you know. Things get so Hollywood that they that they get fake. You know, fame is is so fleeting, and and it's fleeting because it's it's a it's a it's a uh, mirage. And um, you know, you have the you have the people that really talk about what's real in their life. It doesn't really get old. So you know, I, I really think or, or I hope a lot of these uh, these gospel artists, you know, artists like J Cole, I'll definitely pick up the album uh, album on your endorsement. Start to come back in in style because once upon a time, man, you didn't have to sound like everybody in the industry. It was all about what you were saying and being unique, and that and that's what made music so great when we were coming up. I almost exactly. feel like my mom. You know, she talks about about her era of music <laughs> and how great it was. But, yeah, but honestly, I mean, it's, it's really you know it really feels like that. So yeah, I often wonder what are the, the kids today? What are they going to listen to when they when they're twenty years later talking about old school music? Like, are they still going to listen to what was old school for us, you know, for the 60s and 70s? Is that still going to be that old school music? Because the music that's being played right now, it, it's just, I don't see how that can even stand the test of time or anything like that. But um, we want to go ahead and uh, – no, we're not. Oh, she pulled up. She pulled okie doke on me. This guy be baffled. So we're going to go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to wait a second. I know we got a call on the line, but we're going to go ahead and uh, hold off on that for one second. We go back to that call. But uh, definitely, just just to clarify, face, I, I endorsed you listening to the album. I didn't say you had to go buy the album, so I just okay, make sure right. that uh, we're clear on that. I didn't. I just listened to the album. Let's put it that way. I listened to the album. <laughs> right. So, but um, yeah, let's go ahead. We um, we have a call on the line. Let me go ahead and. Uh, hello, call. Are you there? Yeah. What's up, fellas? Hello. Hello. Can you all hear me? Can you speak? Who, who is this? Can you speak up? Hey, what's up? This is Darius. Did <laughs> <laughs> you say this is Darius? <laughs> now, nah, what's going on, fellas? This is Chris. Hey, oh, Chris. What's going on? <laughs> Not too much. What's How are y'all up? doing tonight? Wonderful, doing well, man. man. Doing well. And yourself? But not bad. Y'all know I'm doing the sacrifice to y'all because I love y'all and everything, but you know how shy I am, so. Right, right. <laughs> I know how hard it is to make a phone call, so I definitely appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> now, an excellent show tonight. Um, Ryan, hope you feel better. Um, you guys definitely started striking in the, um, on the last um, segment when you were talking about um, real hip-hop artists. I'm not going to plug the floor in a chain if you think I would. Um, uh-huh. Definitely check out Big. Um, I was checking out his music earlier. Um it's another person that's out there in the industry now that's um, really doing some big things. Cool. I was talking to one of my friends last night about it. He mentioned him as well. And I started laughing when he said his name. He didn't know why I was laughing. I was just like, that darn Chris. But uh, he was uh, pumping up the album as well. So definitely uh, I had to start checking that out. Or just wait for you to post more videos in a group. <laughs> hey, I won't do it. Won't do it. Right. I, I thought I thought you were about the pub lyrical masturbation or whatever the name of your <laughs> group was. Nah, that's I'm my like, former life, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a daddy now. I can't I can't do that kind of stuff no more. Yeah, right. When you're a daddy, you do it even more. I know about it. I know what's up. No. <laughs> hey, you want to put a sweet sixteen for us? You got sixteen bars for us? Oh, dag on the spot. Uh, nah, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Hey, Brian, you know what we should do, man. I wish you had the I wish you had the track queued up because I'm I'm cause, cause I'm feeling I'm feeling a, a freestyle right now. But you you know I'm I'm sure you don't have it. It's all good. It's all good. We'll we'll do that next time. Y'all want to hear Y'all want to hear us do a, a freestyle? I think we should do that next time. That's what we'll do. Tell me what track you want. I'll put it up there. And we'll do it. You know I got I do have skills. And you know I'm, I was sick this week, but I've been getting some some good reviews about the voice. Maybe I'll come back with the sick voice next week too, you know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah you, you know, you'll be you'll be Ja Rule for real. You come on uh, on Ja Rule yeah. like it's murder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we gotta go. I gotta go get Denton out the oven. So. All right, man. <laughs> All right, Chris. Chris always working getting that Denton ready. There it, it is, man. So I, 
I like sure, that idea. Right. We can do that. Because you used to have the group. What was y'all called? Lock and Wine Blues or something like that? Yeah, Lake Direct Water. Lake oh, Water. Lake Water. Love. Lake Water, Black Love. Hey, well, I'll yeah. tell you what, man. It is always a pleasure. It, it, I'm, it, it was like a dream come true having Issa Rae on the show today. You know, we're going to continue to try to bring the, the, the folks that people want to want to hear, want to meet. I, I mean, that was something where I'm sure when when uh, she first we first saw the video, uh, never even thought that we'd be talking to her. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm gonna shoot some pictures when she comes to Michigan. We'll, we'll do a, a Ryan and Brian show um, luncheon or something like that. And uh, and check her out and, and get some feedback for the rest of the group. So thank you all for your uh, your support as always. We really appreciate it. Perfect. Definitely, there will be no show next week. We move this show up specifically so we can get Issa Rae on. So our next show will be the first Tuesday night of November. And starting in November, we have four shows to finish out this year. Two in November, two in December. We're going to start rolling out our new features, the new segments uh, to kind of test run them with you guys. Uh, over the last two months, and then uh, January was going every week. We're going to start really, uh, you know, pumping this thing and going full steam ahead from that. So, uh, want to thank you all for your support as always. Uh, always Somebody support out there got a dream. Share the show. Tell a friend about it. Let them know what Somebody Ryan and Brian's all about. Love y'all. Love you. Love Nobody tell you 